On this episode of Money with Friends, a royal rivalry over money. Prince William and Prince Harry apparently got into it. We'll share details and more. Plus, we have Plutus Foundation's Harlan Landis with us today. It is Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. This is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And I'm Harlan Landis, founder of the Plutus Foundation, and I'm coming to you from beautiful Poconos, Pennsylvania. Where you're on vacation. How awesome. All right, I'm this happy. Is the, yeah, this is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories from thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Harlan of the Plutus Foundation. We're gonna talk about these stories and break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we're gonna leave you with a takeaway so you can make it your own. This episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Indeed. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash MWF. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash MWF. Terms and conditions do apply. This offer, by the way, guys, is only valid through September 30th. So check it out. ASAP. Harlan. You are back second day in a row. We were talking on Tuesday about markets, volatility, uncertainty before the election. Now we're going to turn it around completely, do a total 180. We're going to talk about the royals and sibling rivalries over money. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic. Let's see which one of our friends is going to bring us into the headline. Hey, what's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. Headlines ripped from the financial press. Only at Money with Friends. Here we go. Prince William and Prince Harry's drama actually stems from fights over money. Harry has always come second to William, and he's not here for it. And this article is by Mahira Bonner. Uh, and uh, moving right into it, um, 2019. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to say it's from Cosmo Magazine. Got to ah, give credit. Okay. <laughs> yes, Cosmo Magazine. This comes from Cosmo Magazine. 2019 was dominated by headlines about Prince William and Harry's reads exhausted sigh (laughs) 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 and new biography finding freedom is finally shedding some light on the brothers drama. And apparently it stems from tension regarding money, specifically the brothers trying to convince their dad to give them cash for expenses like Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton's wardrobes, which William got the lion's share of what with being the future monarch. While Charles may be a father to Harry, he's also their boss, and that makes their relationship complex for a number of reasons, a source said in the book per Entertainment Tonight. Where you are born in this family dictates your position of power, and because of that, Harry has always come second to his brother, especially when it comes to funding. There were times in the past when Harry wanted to take on bigger projects and do more work, but he couldn't get the money to support it. William will always be the priority. A lot of their quarrels have been over budgets. Of course, this tension seeped into other areas of William and Harry's relationship and their relationship with Charles. That's their dad. In fact, a source says that Prince Charles' 70th birthday photo shoot was, quote, an absolute nightmare, unquote, and that neither William nor Harry made much of an effort to make themselves available and that they have a history of being hot and cold with their father. Basically, everything sounds tense 
AF. But more importantly, how much money does your sibling currently owe you? That's a little snarky comment from the folks at Cosmo. Um, so our, our online audience is looking forward to this discussion. Um, Chris, joining us from YouTube, says, I saw this headline and this show is going to be a good one. All right. Gut instinct here, Harlan. Oh, well, I mean, part of me just wants to say, well, you know, it's it's the Royals and this is just kind of par for the course with with the drama that you, you always hear about that. You know, as, as an American, I haven't followed the royal family too much. It hasn't been something that I've, I've cared about. But, you know, every once in a while, there's something sort of universal that strikes them and that while the details don't really make a lot of uh there's not a lot in common there's obviously not a lot in common between the royals and and you know your your average family here uh, across the pond um but the idea of uh disagreements between siblings over money and uh and what they might inherit from their parents and who's getting the the better uh leg up and you know that who's getting more help i i think i think that that is something that people can relate to here and uh, that is why i like this story i also like it because this is a situation where they were both born into what is effectively an extremely unusual but still a family business and so prince william just by his, based on what we're saying here, we're going to, we're going to just going to take this all as truth, even though we know this is certainly, um, or we believe this to be Megan and Harry's point of view, but we're going to just take it at face value. Um, by order of birth, Prince, Prince William gets to be the head of the company. He's teed up to be the, you know, to be king, to be the new head. And certainly he's always going to be senior to Harry. And when you look at family businesses, maybe some big family businesses, that's not always the case. Very often, the child that has the most aptitude for in America for the business, the most interest, or maybe is simply more aggressive, even, and this is, we're not going into politics here, but it is widely discussed that President Trump became the head of the Trump organization over his older brother, who has, who um, had passed away, I believe, from alcoholism years ago, because he simply was more aggressive and basically had more interest, more aptitude, was more aggressive about it. And his brother, I think, was a pilot, just didn't want to do the family business. So he opted out, right? And so the second oldest child effectively took over. And in America, it often is one of merit and interest and aptitude and so on. And in this case, basically, Harry, no matter what he did, was never going to be the head of the family business. And he and his wife, presumably, assuming we take all this at face value, were never going to get the same resources, the same budgets for their pet projects. So imagine if you feel that you want to build up a certain area of the company and you're simply not going to be given the resources, not because it's not a good idea, but because, well, you know, you were born second. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a longstanding tradition um, that someone uh, one one of your descendants, if you if you have anything to pass along, is going to feel like they have the short end of the stick here, and you know, I think as as um, you know, competitive siblings in one case, um, I in 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 England and and certainly in the royal family. It, it is defined and there's no way to get around it. And unless tradition, someone makes a huge, huge uh, uh, decision to change the tradition in the royal family, that's that's not going to change. And when you're born, you, you know that this is going to happen automatically when you are born and you have an older brother in, in this case. So um, so it's it's 
the, the only way to get around it is to, um, you know, strike out on your own. So I, I don't blame, um, uh, you know, I, I don't blame them at all for kind of taking this approach and trying to figure out what they can do to um, to get past this and, and move on and try to create some equity for themselves. We put this question out to our Instagram audience. We asked them, Harlan, do you believe part of the royal fallout between Prince William and Prince Harry was about money? Yes or no? So in other words, this article is saying it was about the money. And we asked our audience, what do you think? How many people said no? What percentage said no? What percentage said yes? Uh, I would say probably uh, 70% said no, it's not about money. Wow, you were really close. 65% said no, it's not about money. And 35% said yes, it is about money. I personally, I kind of think money was a factor because money ties into things like getting your pet projects done. And if you can't get the things done that you care about, that you're passionate about, and you always feel like you're going to be second fiddle, that has to be incredibly frustrating, especially when there's no end game. There's no way out. It's just your whole life. But, you know, I think we, you, you think it was not about money. Well, I, okay. So I actually do think in this case it was about money. And oh, okay. the reason I, the reason I thought that 70% would say that, no, it's not about money is because for, for most issues about money in most families, problems with money is really about, um, problems with communication. Um, the stakes for most of us uh, are just not nearly as high as they are for the royal family. I mean, you're talking about major, major wealth here, major opportunities. So I think all things being equal, when it comes to the royals in this case, it really is about money or more specifically about their station in life that they're born into, um, depending on birth order. I think because in the U.S. that isn't a concern that people face when we talk about having money issues, it's usually, it usually comes down to communication and, uh, how people, um, you know, how people in a relationship or in a family, uh, deal with the issues on their own. Uh, so I think, I think it makes sense that people would respond that it's not necessarily about money, but in this case, I believe that it really comes down to the fact that birth order defines, uh, their future. We also asked our Instagram audience, if so, meaning if you think it was about money, was Harry right to strike out on his own? What do you think our audience said? Was Harry right to strike out on his own, Harlan? Uh, I would say um, it almost uh, – I, I would assume that just about everyone said that he was right to strike out on his own. Yeah, you're right. We got 83%. Um, so yeah, 17% thought no, but 83%, which is a pretty heavy majority, thought so. And you have some of the comments that people left on our Instagram at Money Friends Pod. Go ahead. Yes. Um, uh, Andrea uh, Warrock said, don't blow up in the heat of the moment. Wait to talk after you've had a chance to cool down. I think that's that's great way to discuss how to deal with uh, money uh, problems in, you know, in your relationship and in your family. Yeah, I totally agree. And Mr. Guns also said, don't know, married for 40 years and never had a money dispute. Call me crazy. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that Good is real you. nice. And I, I hope that, uh, you know, I hope everyone can strive to to have that sort of situation. It's really wonderful. Um, we have Annette here. She said, I don't put family on a pedestal. They are just people that happen to share DNA. In other words, she just detaches from it completely and doesn't let her let it bother her, which I think is also a healthy way to approach things if you can. But, you know, sometimes like we mentioned, I mean, this is ultimately he was born into this and without breaking away as he did, there was no way not to. He's sort of trapped. 
And that happens yeah, sometimes. I think I think it's very healthy, and if uh, certainly if there's any kind of toxicity in a family relationship, you know, just to remember that you know people people are people, and um, you know sometimes you can do better for yourself by creating stronger bonds with people who may not share that blood with you. Yeah. And I think also one of the comments here goes to what you spoke about so well, Harlan, talking about communication. Um, I can't, Aya Nagaral, I just completely butchered that that name, make a will, discuss freely and intimately. And I think that's a really good point because we don't know how well the royal family communicates. We know a lot of families have communication struggles. Yeah, communication, I think, is, you know, for most people, that that is the root of all the issues that uh, someone might have. And uh, discussing all of the money things, putting it, putting everything out on the just laying it out on the table, getting uh, all the details out there uh, with, with someone that you're sharing your life uh, so that they uh, um, so that there's there's no surprises. I don't think the royal family was sidelined by anything. I think everyone knew going into this what kind of what's going to what goes to the firstborn and what goes to the secondborn. I think it's just the way it is. But when you have a family here and you have kids and you need to figure out how to divvy up the will and it's the estate and do all that estate planning, it's great to work with a professional and to communicate about it. So there are no surprises. Yeah. And we have Sarah here who um, also adds in, you ultimately control you. And I think that's something that Prince Harry was trying to exert really a first of a kind way in this, you know, there's obviously been other people that have left the Royal family, but not like this. And, um, you know, they talked in their leaving statement. I don't know what they officially called it about the need for financial independence. So they did allude to money and the fact that they did not, it seemed what they were saying is they did not want to be dependent on their family for money, even though it's tough to break away from that because ultimately their family name is their business. And I don't know if they can ever truly get away from that other than, you know, Megan does have her career, which was separate as an actress. Yeah. And I think, you know, also, uh, Prince Harry is never going to be hurting for money. I think, you know, it's, uh, we, we don't have to worry so much about the fate of, uh, of his situation. I don't think. No, I don't think we have to worry about Prince Harry, but I do think these are interesting lessons and interesting things to sort of ponder that, you know, thinking about family relationships and money. And as you point out communication and how much we can change and how much we feel we were stuck in our family situations regarding money. But really, I mean, I think the comment by Sarah was really good. Ultimately it's on you. And I think Harry did seem to just finally decide that as much as he can control it, it is on him. And as much as he can break out, he's going to. And it will be very interesting to have this discussion a decade from now and see what really happens. You know, were they able, they sort of, this happened right as we were heading into a unique situation where they can't go out and do these big speaking events that maybe they had anticipated. And some of the plans that they had laid out with trademarking Sussex Royal, et cetera, did not pan out as they had expected. So they have to pivot their business plans and we'll see how it goes. To some degree, they will never fully break out from their, they can't, they can't break out from their royal past at all, but we'll see what they can do in terms of at least creating the life that they have more financial control over. Did that make any sense, Harlan? I don't know if that came out right. No, it, it made a lot of sense to me. I think it's great. 
All right. We're going to hold that thought for just a moment. Harlan, you get ready with your takeaways. I want to talk about something that is really important. That is connecting people with the right jobs and connecting people that have jobs to offer with the best candidates for that job because the economy is changing so much. Businesses are changing so much and the needs are constantly adjusting. And it's important to get the right person in the right role. And that's why I'm so happy that Money with Friends is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed knows that it is a cautious time for business across America. Uncertainty is involved in every decision. Every financial commitment is vetted. So it's more important than ever that your hire be the right person. And Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people and it gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over three 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners, Money with Friends, a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com forward slash MWF. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com forward slash MWF terms and conditions do apply. And this offer is valid through September 30th, indeed.com forward slash MWF. With that, Harland, are you ready for takeaways? Let's do the takeaways. You're up. Oh, I'll go first. All right. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, what, what I'm taking away from this is that uh, there are certain things that we can't control. And if you're a member of the royal family, there are many things that you can't control. Um, but uh, you can control some things. In this case, we see, uh, you know, the prince uh, doing what he needs to do to uh, move on from the fact that he's not going to, um, you know, be equal in 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 life to the older brother so i think what we have to do is figure out what are the things that we can control and what can we not control and the things that we can control about our situation uh do what we can to set ourselves up and our families up for the best success possible and in the case of this prince it was uh striking out on his own doing his own thing and uh making a name for himself that way and i think we've all got to do that in some degree sometimes uh so yeah that's uh i i believe that was uh, an important point that we can take away from this story I think that's really well said. It is important to have your own identity, even when so much is foisted on you just by birth. People have so many expectations that they put on these royals. And again, nobody's crying for them, but it was never a choice. We have to remember that. Um, so thank you. That's a great takeaway. Um, my takeaway is just that if in fact this is all true, and again, we're getting this from one point of view, we believe, in addition to the short-term money issues, this is also about control of a family business. It takes a lot to walk away from what is, if we believe all the press, essentially a lucrative family business that he would never get a shot at running. So the question here is again, 
If this is true, should the family business leadership always pass down based only on birth order or should there be another criteria like who is the best to run the business? Which in this case, to be clear, we have no idea who would be better. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe Prince William really is would be much better at running it. We have no idea. Um, we don't know if they'll even get a chance. Um, Prince Charles is not even king yet. Um, but it sounds like merit is not even a factor, which is very un-American. Um, but then again, these are not Americans, right? Exactly. Harlan, you have a really big week, as we discussed uh, on Tuesday's show. Tell us more about what's happening at the Plutus Foundation. Yeah, well, we're getting ready for the Plutus Awards, uh, most of all, and uh, you'll see that our finalists have been announced, and we're very excited about bringing the ceremony to everyone virtually this year, and we're also planning for the return of Plutus Voices next year, as well as some other events that we're excited to talk about. Uh, on Thursday this week, we've got a webinar. It's really important. Uh, it's about uh, adverse childhood experiences and how they affect your money story and, and how that uh, prevents uh, that, how that could prevent people from uh, doing some of the things that we all think is uh, pretty normal financial behavior. So uh, check out that webinar as well, Plutus Foundation Facebook page, uh, and uh, Plutus Awards on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much, Harlan. And uh, for more about Harlan, everyone go to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moneyfriendspod. And uh, Joe will be back with another guest tomorrow's show. Bye, everyone. show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.